In this episode, I'm going to show you how to exude the kind of strength, posture, and confidence that people are irresistibly attracted to, a fun way to break the ice and start conversations with groups of people, and how to effectively handle resistance so it doesn't turn into rejection. your main man Cesar Rodriguez aka C-Rod aka C-Rizzle C-Reezy C-Notes whatever you want to call me I don't care but seriously let's get into it welcome to be 10 times bolder the show dedicated to helping you become a 10 times bolder version of your already awesome self so today we're going to talk about a little something called posture and how to be a better communicator with people i'm going to help you a little bit by sharing some stories or sharing one story in particular about you know maybe we'll share a couple stories maybe we'll turn this into a little story time here we'll see we'll see how the flow goes here but at the end of the day just settle in have some fun and get ready for some life-changing information here because some of you guys that are not familiar with these concepts this concept of posture i'm going to educate you and by the way when i say posture I'm not talking about standing up straight, although that is a part of having good posture. We're talking about the type of posture that is your being. See, I define posture as the position of strength or weakness that you come across in every encounter. The position of strength or weakness that you're coming across to other people in every encounter. And your goal is to have strong posture, meaning coming from a position of strength and confidence and boldness. And having weak posture is the opposite. It's coming across very weak and needy and wanting and desperate and timid and weak and afraid. That is having weak posture. So that is the difference between strong posture and weak posture. But typically, You'll just hear if you're talking to me or someone else that's familiar with this concept, they'll just say, hey, that person has no posture, right? It's like they have no backbone. They're being weak, right? Or you may hear someone say, oh, that person has weak posture. So either way, that's kind of the slang term for it. And this is a concept that I want to make you guys very familiar with. Now, the reason I want to talk to you about posture here and helping you to strengthen your posture is because everything that you want in life, you're going to have to get from other people. And people, like animals, can smell weakness. They can smell weak posture. Like if someone tries to sell you and they're coming across as desperate, can't you tell? Yeah, you can sniff that out, right? We all can. We're all trained for that. And the thing is, is when you're going through life and you're wanting things like you want to be a top earner in your company or you want a promotion or you want to ask somebody out, if you're exuding any kind of weakness and timidity and you're coming across them looking and sounding beta instead of alpha, you sexy alpha dog, if you're not coming across like that in every encounter, then guess what? The chances of you getting what you want whether it be that sale, that phone number, that date, whatever it is, it's going to be significantly reduced. But if you can strengthen your posture and you come across 
like you are a stud or a stud at. You are the greatest catch there is. You are so confident in where you're going with your business and your life that they can't help but to want to join you. They can't help it because they can feel your confidence. You see, you can speak this into existence. This is the thing that even if you don't have it, if you just act as if you do, then guess what? You will have it. There's a little expression that you may have heard of. It's called act as if. This was made very popular by one of my favorite movies. Actually, I'll just probably say it's probably my favorite movie in the world. The movie Boiler Room, where Ben Affleck says, act as if. And he gives this amazing monologue on acting as if. And he's just saying, listen, man, act as if you were the CEO. Act as if you've got a nine inch. Mm. And that's the example that he used. (laughs) And he said, if you act this way, people will treat you and they will respond to you in that way. If you act like you're the number one money earner in your company and people are lucky to be sponsored by you and to work with you and to be recruited by you, to all you network marketers out there, if you act like that, people will feel your posture and they'll go, whoa, this person's confidence is so freaking high that I think they're actually going to do it. And dang, if they're going to do it, I don't want to miss out. I'm going to get a ticket on this money train. I'm all in. I'm going to do this thing. Why? Well, he just has this look in his eye. She just seems so certain with what she's found and what she's about to do. Mm. Can you feel that? If you go to approach somebody that you're interested in and you act like you are the greatest catch that there is, but you don't necessarily say it, you don't talk about it, you just know deep inside that that person would be lucky to have you lucky to have you because you are a catch because you'll treat them right because you're fun because you're in a personal development because you're going to be a baller one day if you're not already and you're going to live the life of your dreams because you plug into the b10 times bolder show and you're a part of the b10xb movement obviously you're going to live the dopest life there's three enemies to success fear indecision and doubt And the only thing that overcomes all three of them that has been proven thousands of times over by the thousands of followers of the B10XB movement who don't just live this life, but they preach it and they share it with everyone they know because they're so passionate about it. I mean, this thing has changed so many people's lives and has changed some people's lives so drastically that they've literally gotten tattoos of B10XB on their wrist. Big shout out to Carlos, the first person to ever message me. And he said, hey, man, I'm getting a B10XB tattoo on my wrist. And he got it. And I was like, bro, that is so awesome. And I asked him what the story was behind that. And he told me his story about how B10XB had changed his life so much that he got a tattoo on his wrist and he got it facing outwards so that when he goes to shake people's hands with his right hand, they look at the logo and they go, what is that? What's the deal with that? What's that mean? And he gets to share with them the story about B10XB and how asking yourself anytime you feel fear and decision and doubt, the B10XB pattern interrupt question, which is what would you do 
if you were 10 times bolder. Or you could talk to yourself in the first person and say, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? Whichever way you like to talk to yourself, I like to personally say, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder? I like to say it like that because it's like I'm talking to my bolder self. Like that little part of the brain, well, actually that part of the brain now is huge. I'm just waking up to sleeping giant when I ask that question. But at one point it was a little, little part of my brain, a little voice. What would you do if you were 10 times bolder? And that little voice would creep up and say, well, if you were 10 times bolder, you'd go do this. And it would command me. But now the voice of the weakness, which is the other voice that most of us listen to, which is so loud and it talks so fast. You can't do that. What about this? And they're not even going to take you seriously. And they're obviously going to reject you. Look at how you're looking. Look at how you're dressed. Look at your car. Look, I mean, you're broke and you don't make enough money and no one's going to take you seriously. And you're too young or you're too old. You're not dressed right. You're not in the right place. Now's the right time. It's inappropriate. Like all that little voice, little weakness just pukes on you. Right? Well, that little voice is so little now. And my bolder voice is so big. And because of repeated practice of doing the things that I've constantly come up with when I ask myself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? I have such a track record of having those situations turn out because I'm doing them with such posture and confidence. I'm just like, here's a bold thing that I'm about to do. And it's going to work out because every other bold thing that I do works out. It always works out. It always works out. Even when you think it doesn't work out, it works out. Because life isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. And every time you flex that muscle, you're doing yourself a favor. You're doing yourself another set. You're proving to yourself that the rejection doesn't hurt, it doesn't sting, a no is no big deal, who cares? And if you're getting a chance to practice your game face and you're being postured and you're being strong and you're acting postured and you're coming across with boldness, well, that's you putting in another set. That's you growing in your boldness. So there is no downside. And even if it doesn't play out the way that you'd hope to play out, you still got in your workout. And the best part and the real benefit to doing the thing that you come up with when you think of it is that every time you do, if you're the person that every time you ask yourself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And you do the thing that you would do if you were 10 times bolder, because you become what you think about and repeatedly do, you eventually will become a 10 times bolder version of your already awesome self. And when you become that person, the type of success and opportunities that you will attract into your life will be plentiful and you will become successful and you will live the life of your dreams. So know that and carry with you the confidence into every approach with every person that you talk to, that you're going to live the life of your dreams. And they're going to get a chance to also, if they come along for the ride, or if they're close to you, if they're your friend, right? Now them being your friend and not maybe doing the same thing that you're doing doesn't guarantee that they're going to live the life of their dreams just because you will, but you know, you can help them out and you can give them some pointers and you can tell them about the B10XB movement, introduce them to the podcast, give them a heads up, give them a leg up. And you know, maybe they'll have a chance to live the life of their dreams in their own way, whatever that means to them. Now, going back to what I was saying earlier about having posture and confidence and acting as if, let me give you a funny story. So 
the other day, um, I'm out and about. I choose to get out of the house, mingle amongst the people, and I find myself at this bar that I frequent, right? Whenever I decide to go out, I don't go out a ton, but when I do, I go to a couple of spots in my local neighborhood, right? It's kind of like cheers. I know all the people. Now I'm not really much of a drinker, but I like social areas where everyone else is drinking and everyone else is having fun. And I get to just go there, chop it up, make new friends, hang out with old ones. And this other night I was out and about and I saw this group of people. So I'm at this bar and I'm going to give you a couple of tips on breaking the ice with people and and how to engage in conversations successfully and even break into different groups of people if you want to make a whole bunch of friends at one time, because that's a thing that I like to do, right? For myself at this point, there was a time in my life where I was absolutely terrified to talk to any person. And now I kind of enjoy the challenges of trying to talk with groups of people at a time and, hey, let me see if I can win this whole crowd over and make a bunch of friends at one time. You know, that's always just kind of fun for me. So now I'm completely fearless when it comes to talking to anyone, anywhere, any group of people. You could just point them out and I'll go right over there and talk to them and win the crowd over, right? You know, because it's just a thing that I enjoy doing. And I see this group and it's got about six girls in it and two guys. Now, as I'm passing that group, my eye catches this one young lady in the group who is being very animated with her face. She makes like this huge exaggerated, like, like let down face, like where her lip just drops. And like, you could see her whole body just goes limp and flops over. And it was just this really funny moment in her story. And I thought to myself, you know, that girl is probably a really good storyteller. I mean, look at the way that she's telling this story just with her face. And I just, thought to myself, I said, wait a second, you should go tell her that she's probably a good storyteller. You should find out. And then just as soon as I came up with that theory, I thought to myself, well, I should test to see if this theory is actually valid. I should go ask if she's a good storyteller and see how good I am at my prediction at reading this person at a glance. This should be fun. Let's just go into this group of people and just introduce my theory. So I know a lot of you guys are probably going, oh my God, this is so far out of my comfort zone. I could never do this. Well, this is the type of challenge and this is the type of place that you can get to. Because remember, there was a point where I was terrified to talk to one person and now I just act on these promptings and these ideas because to me, B10XB is a game and the world is my playing ground. And I thought to myself, when I saw that girl, you should test that theory. And then I had that voice that said, no, don't, you wouldn't want to say that. Like you'd interrupt that story. First of all, there's six girls, two guys, the guys are going to be super protective. They're totally not going to be cool with you going in there and talking to their group of girls. Like you're going to get the death stares. These girls are probably going to think that you're hitting on them and you're not, you're just curious to say this and you just like making new friends, but they're not going to know that. So, oh my God, that would be so embarrassing. Do you really want to get embarrassed in front of that big circle of all those people? And I had all that little stuff going and I just said, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder? Caesar, if you were 10 times bolder, you'd walk right over there. So I just did it, right? So I'm on my way to this circle, right? And I lean in, in between these three girls. So I kind of just poke my head in between two of them kind of, and by the way, I want you to keep in mind, they are in a closed circle. Like they are not, like they're about locking arms with their circle, which is typically a, hey, we want to keep to ourselves. We don't want anyone talking to us type of vibe. But they're also at a bar, which is a, hey, I want to be social anyway vibe and maybe meet some cool people if such opportunity presents itself. And I know that I am that opportunity. I know that I am that super cool person that's going to be their favorite new person that they meet that day. So why would I rob them 
of that opportunity. That, my friends, is my posture. I am the blessing. I am a gift. And I don't say that arrogantly, but I truly believe that I'm special the same way that I believe that you are special and that people want to get to know you. And if they really knew the real you, they would really like you. If they really knew the real you, they'd probably like you. So why rob people of that opportunity? That needs to be the posture that you're bringing. And also, I know that I come bearing gifts. I'm about to bestow upon this girl an amazing compliment that is going to light her up in front of all of her friends. So I'm bringing a good time, a good mood, happiness, laughter, and joy. So I go and I poke my head in between these girls, right? And the crowd immediately stops. They look at me and they're like, what is going on? This one girl's in the middle of a story. I could have waited for a pause, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to hover outside of their group for too long and just like wait for someone to stop talking because that's going to probably look even weirder. So let me just go in there and just go for it right now. So I literally popped my head in and I said, excuse me, I have a theory about this group and someone in it, and I'd like to test this theory. Could you guys, would you entertain me with that? So as soon as I finish saying that line, everyone starts staring at me, especially the girl whose head I'm closest to who is telling the story. And she just goes, excuse me, I'm telling a story. And, but there's still this like uncertainty. But as she's saying this, I can feel her pulling back her words because the hook that I said was so intriguing. Like, wait, this guy has a theory that he wants to test about someone in the group, in this group in general. Like, wait, what? Like, what could he be talking about? And I could hear her. She was trying to tell me. And in the middle of her trying to be like, excuse me, I'm in the middle of a story. And, but I just kept smiling and I was just in good spirits. And I didn't act like I was phased because I had great posture. Now I want you to understand people can feel fear. They can sense fear, weakness, timidity. They can smell it just like animals can smell fear. But because I exuded no concern about whether or not they let me share my theory, because I was smiling and because I believed I was giving a gift, my attitude was if they turn me down and they're like, we don't want to hear your theory, I'm still going to walk away smiling and laughing because I'm going to be like that entire group is wondering what the hell I was going to say. And now they'll never know. <laughs> right? Isn't that clever? I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, that's win-win for me. I go there and I get a chance to deliver a compliment and put myself out there and satisfy my own curiosity. Like, Hey, am I right? Is this girl a good storyteller? And for the record, it's pretty obvious if someone's telling a story with their whole face and their body, that they're probably a good storyteller and everyone knows that. So that's going to probably be a safe bet. And if they're not kind and open to a person like myself jumping into their group to say a couple of words, well, then they're lost and they get a chance to wonder all night what it was that I would have said. So either way, I walk around feeling like I'm winning because I'm like, hey, rude people didn't get a gift. I'm not mad at that. That's the way that it should be. Right. So what ends up happening is uh, the girl starts to kind of pull backwards. She's like, well, I was telling a story. She's like, I was telling a story. And they can just kind of tell because my posture was strong and I was solid and I was smiling and I was confident. She was like, she did get out. Like I was telling 
a story, but then she was kind of like regretting it because I just said, I said, Hey, listen, no big deal. Like I'm not trying to be rude. I just had a theory that I wanted to test and I thought you guys would enjoy hearing it. And if not, go ahead, tell your story. And Hey, if I'm still here when you're done telling your story, maybe I'll share it. And then the girl looks at me and then the girl that was rudely looking at me a moment ago goes, all right, tell your story. What's the deal? And you can hear everyone else like, yeah, yeah. What's your theory? What's your theory? And I just poked my head into the circle, smiled at everyone. I said, I have a theory that this girl right here, and I pointed to this girl that I was next to, is a really good storyteller because of the way that she uses her face and her body when she tells stories. I said, I was just walking by and the corner of my eye glanced at your group and I immediately saw her talking. She kind of did this face like this and I imitated it. And I just thought to myself, this girl looks really funny. And even though I don't know what's going on in the story, I'm entertained. And everyone was like, yes, she is such a good storyteller. And it is her faces. She does use her body a lot. You're right. Oh my God. Yeah. She's such a good story. And the girl I was talking about was like, oh my God, that is the coolest compliment ever. And then all of a sudden it's like, they were all applauding me. They were like, oh my God, that was so cool. And this one girl who was in the corner, who's just kind of leaned back and she was really cool. She's an artist and uh, a very talented artist actually, and a potter to be precise. And she just looked at me and said, you know, when you first poked your head in the group, we were all kind of a little uncertain, like, what's this guy going to do? Is he hitting on us? What's he going to say? Is he like a creep? Is he a weirdo? But she goes, that was like the coolest thing to compliment. And that was like so genuine and such a like specific comp. She's like, that was just really cool, dude. That was like the coolest thing that you could say. And like respect. And I walked right over to her after I said hi to everyone and introduced myself and got everyone's names. I kind of circled over to her and I was like, yo, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I just like to spread joy and positivity. And I just saw this and it was on my mind. And I just thought, you know, I should just bring this up and I should just say that. And she was like, yeah, man, that was just really cool. That was like, like, you're like a classy and like cool dude. And I was just really blown away by this compliment. I was like, yo, thank you so much. And we ended up becoming friends and getting to know each other. And that's how I know that she's a potter and her name's Stephanie. And she's a really dope chick. Big shout out to you, Stephanie, if you ever listen to the podcast. And then there was this other girl who was the girl who was the big storyteller who I complimented. And she was like, yeah, I am a pretty good storyteller, I guess. And that's because I'm a fourth grade teacher. And I also teach teachers. So she's like a really, really good teacher. She like writes rap songs for like her students to the lessons and stuff like that. She's like really into it. And she's an awesome performer. And she keeps these fourth graders like totally entertained and they love her. And because of that, she like speaks on different platforms, like to teach other teachers, like how to get more engagement and just other things like that. Right. So I met like this amazingly cool girl who does this, who her and I had a great time just talking and chopping it up that night because she's a great storyteller. I'm a great storyteller. And we just became friends and we're friends on Instagram along with me and her and everyone else in that crew. And it was just like, wow, like we developed really cool, fun relationships and just had a really great time because I was bold and I got out of my comfort zone and because I had posture and I had confidence and I viewed that me approaching them was me doing them a favor because I was going to give them a compliment. I was going to make their day. And this is what happens when you have posture. This is what happens when you live the B10XB life and you commit to being a 10 times bolder version of yourself and practicing it all the time. And every time that you feel fear, indecision, or doubt, and you ask yourself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? 
And if you constantly ask yourself that question and you repeatedly do the thing that you come up with, you will in time become a 10 times bolder version of yourself. Now, for those of you that have been exposed to B10XB and the B10 times bolder movement before, then you know that there's another part to this. Now, for those of you who are longtime followers of the B10XB movement, the B10 times bolder movement, then you know that that's only half the story. The other way to grow yourself into being a 10 times bolder version of yourself faster than you can ever possibly imagine is to get a rubber wristband. And every time that you don't do the thing that you come up with, Every time you say, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? Or you know that there's a bolder thing. Maybe you don't even get to ask that question because you just get that feeling and it's so quick. And it's like you see that person and you're like, oh, I should say this thing. And it's just like, nope. And you move on. Every time like you get that thing, you just go, oh, no, no. The question to ask right now, I just, I felt that little voice. That was the voice of weakness. That was the voice trying to keep me in my comfort zone. The goal is to get out of my comfort zone because all of success is found outside of my comfort zone. All success is found in the boulder zone, not in the comfort zone. Okay, I got to be bold. Here's the thing. What would I do if I was 10 times bolder? Sometimes you just, you're scared to even ask the question because you know you don't want to do the thing, right? <laughs> but you ask it anyway. And if you don't do it, then guess what? You grab that rubber wristband, you pull it back, and you snap it on your wrist. And that will link pain to not being bold and not taking the bolder path. And what will happen is after enough painful snaps, your brain will make a new neuro association and it will link pain to not being bold. And after enough painful snaps, what will happen is the next time you get to that similar situation, the next time that you're at that fork in the road, you will be propelled to take the bolder path instead of being paralyzed by fear or being pushed into taking the weaker path. And that is how you hack your brain and rewire it to be bolder and to make that the default operating system. And when you do that, watch everything in your life change. Everything and your life will change for the better. And that is why thousands of people rock B10XB wristbands on their wrist because you can get a regular ugly brown wristband or you could get a custom B10XB wristband. We call them perpetual coaching bands because they perpetually coach you because they have the B10XB logo on them. And so it's constantly in your peripheral vision so when you're doing your everyday activities and you've got that wristband and it says B10XB on it, it's just a little just a little reminder to you. It doesn't mean anything to anyone else, right? They don't know that logo, but to you, you know that means be 10 times bolder. And every time you don't do the thing, you grab the wristband, you pull it back, and you snap it on your wrist. Now, if you do not have one of these glorious B10XB wristbands, then I will hook you up with one for free, simply pay for the shipping. That's all I ask because I don't know where you are in the world, but I'll send you your first B10XB wristband on me. And if you want to order multiple quantities of them, you can just go to B10XB.com forward slash gear, right? B10XB, B, the letter 10XB.com forward slash gear. And you can check out all of the gear that we have, the shirts, the hats, the wristbands. You can order quantities of hundreds if you want for you and your entire organization. But if you just want one B10XB wristband, I'll be happy to send you one myself on the house. You just literally have to pay for the shipping because I don't know where you are in the world. So you got to at least cover the shipping. Do that much and I'll hook you up with the wristband for free. 
So you can go to b10xb.com forward slash free band. All is one word. So B, the letter B10xb.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E, B-A-N-D. Free band, all is one word. So that is my free gift to you if you do not already have a B10XB wristband. Now, going back to what I was saying earlier, I shared that story because I wanted to give you an example of posture and confidence and the difference in how you carry yourself and what ends up happening when you carry yourself with that type of confidence and that level of boldness. You see, if I had looked like I had gotten shook up or I cared about what they thought when they proceeded to look at me funny and the one girl was going to tell me like I was in the middle of a story, if I proceeded to get all super timid and beta and apologetic, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to, like, eh, I wasn't paying attention, foolish me. I was just like, no problem. Hey, finish your story. If you want to hear what I had to say, I'll be over here until I'm not, (laughs) you know, that was my vibe. I was like, I'll be over here and you can finish your thought and you can ask me again. And if I want to tell you, I will. Like, that was just my confidence. And I wasn't exuding any arrogance. I was literally just smiling and being super friendly. And that warmth, I feel like they just felt it because I was exuding total non-threatening vibes. Now, all these great relationships were created because I got out of my comfort zone. Everything that you want, that you're happy about, excited about, or grateful for came as a result of a bolder moment. So why not have more bolder moments? Take what you learned in this episode to be more confident, to believe in yourself, to know that you are a gift, you are a prize, and people are lucky to be around you. People are lucky to know you. They're lucky if you approach them. They're lucky if you offer them an opportunity to work with you in some type of business. They're lucky if they buy from you and you get to service them because you're their salesperson. They are lucky to have you in their life. Now, you don't walk around with an ounce of arrogance about that. You walk around like you are a blessing to people and that you are just a positive, awesome human being and you don't have any arrogance about it, but you have full confidence in your awesomeness. So that is my message to you. I hope you got some value from it. If so, I would absolutely love to hear about it. If you haven't yet left us a review on iTunes, please do drop me a review, five stars. I would love to see your name on there. I would like for you to be on my radar. So please do do that. And if you haven't yet shared this podcast and subscribed to it, I hope that this episode gave you enough value where you deemed this worthy of subscribing to it and sharing it with others. Help spread the good word. Let's change some lives together. Do you know that every time you tell someone about this podcast and you say to one of your friends or you tell your entire team about it and you say, look, you guys all need to subscribe to Be 10 Times Bolder. You need to be listening to the Be 10 Times Bolder podcast. Subscribe to that thing. I just listened to this episode. It was lit. It had so many jewels in this thing. Like, trust me, you want to be subscribed to this. For every time that you do that, I just want you to know that I am absolutely grateful for you. And if you happen to do some type of post on that on Instagram or Facebook, don't be surprised if I share that with my entire following and all of a sudden you start getting some followers and some love because I'm shouting you out 
for giving me love and talking about how dope this show is. Because obviously I want to show you off and I want to give you some love and throw it back if I have that opportunity. All right. Now don't be uncool and take that as some type of contractual obligation. Like I gave Caesar a shout out on Instagram and he didn't add it to his story. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> right. Don't be that person. Don't be uncool about it. You know, Show love because you like to show love. And that's what I do. And that's what I encourage everyone to do because it's just a cool thing to do because that's what we're about here in the B10XB movement, being bold, being badass and being cool. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate your love. I appreciate every single comment, every share, every single person that talks about this show and that talks about the movement, every single person that rocks a wristband. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for your time. I'm Cesar Rodriguez, and I'll see you on the next episode. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold.